Yo, um, this is the Ancient Texan, and you're gonna, if you stay tuned, hear my opinion about uh, the oligarchs and who runs the world. As you go into this, I want to imagine, I want you to imagine that you're sitting in a theater, got your popcorn, uh, and you're watching a play. Um, you got your drink there, and you're nice and comfortable. And up on the play are the actors. And I want you to think of those as the politicians. And then think of who's behind the scenes writing the script. Who's funding the show. What's the agenda? Who's in control of it? Anyway, that's the mindset I want you to think of as you go into this discussion see if that makes sense to you this is the ancient texan have a great day namaste yo this is the ancient texan Sitting on the dock of Northeast Maryland. Gonna talk a little bit about who runs our country. Ah, uh, well, you, you know, you naturally think of the president and Congress and, and the state legislatures and the state governors, etc. And they have their role, but they're kind of the chess pieces. So, I mean, the, this country is run by the oligarchs. And I think people don't quite understand, you know, the mechanism of that. You might point out lobbyists and that kind of stuff. Most oligarchs are head of large international companies perhaps a you know US based country country company or if you're in China you're over some company well the company has vested interest and wants the world to run and certain rules to be passed um, so they hire lobbyists to affect what legislation gets written and introduced to Congress. And it's the same thing on every level of government. And then uh, to ensure they get the votes, they supply the funds for re-election for, say, the people in Congress. Or they supply the funds for who, you know, gets to run for president. And like right now in the Democratic, there's probably um, 20 people running. Probably half of them don't have enough money to run. Uh, and a few of the people running are actually getting their money only from individuals or they're taking small contributions from PAC. So they're limiting their exposure to 
the oligarchs. Um, I don't think that fits Biden. It certainly doesn't fit Trump. The money for re-election comes from the oligarchs. Um, the people that are sent to work for Trump, say, come from the companies or the law firms or the banks that uh, help support and get Trump elected. And the Democrats do the same thing when they're in power. Uh, Hillary had a whole host of uh, companies, banks, lined up to support not only her campaign, but herself. You know, gave her, what, $600,000 for speeches or some nonsense. So, let's see, they supply the money for the election... They supply the people to work on the campaigns. They supply a lot of the cabinet members. They supply the money for re-election. Now, how, how exactly does the public fit into this? Well, they get to vote for one of the people the oligarchs have selected. That's nice of them. Um, They get to watch the TV ads, the commercials from the, indirectly from the oligarchs. Um, They get to watch their representatives vote up or down on bills and they get to uh, praise or condemn their side and say bad things about the other side but the oligarchs have kind of hit a impasse here they're both sides are pretty good so what they've kind of done is neutralize uh, Democrats have neutralized Republicans and Republicans have neutralized Democrats Although that's a very relatively recent occurrence. It's been going on um, for quite a while. I mean, the Republicans had the... uh, What was that group of of, kind of all-right Republicans that were essentially against government spending, which is not a bad thing to be against. Um, but they pretty much stalemated. Not much really happens in Congress anymore. It's 90% of the efforts getting reelected. The other 10% is spent bashing the other side. Only when something is overwhelmingly um, wanted by the people, um, they get it. For instance, the money for the border. But even that, you know, no strings were attached on how the money was spent. So we've got uh, people that used to be in the cabinet running uh, the housing facilities for the kids, uh, making $700 a day per kid. That some oligarch um, got 
the law passed that allowed that to happen, and he rakes in the money. Uh, he feeds some of that money back in to keep, you know, Trump reelected. But the same thing would happen on the other side. We're on this illusion that, you know, this the good guys and bad guys, or Republicans or Democrats, whichever side of the fence you want to sit on. But we're just like the people at the play. We're watching the performance uh, being put on by the oligarchs and the actors are our congressmen, the president, the cabinet, the governors, uh, etc. The mayors, for the most part. I'm sure there's a few stragglers you know, that haven't been brought into the fold. But it's all a well-orchestrated play. We sit, pay our price of admission, the vote. We send contributions to help, you know, Bernie or somebody like that that uh, the oligarchs haven't picked and won't allow to win. We sit in the audience and cheer one side and boo the other side. The hero and the villain kind of like those old vaudeville shows you know where the beautiful lady gets tied up on railroad tracks and the train's coming and then the guy in white runs out and saves him and the you know villain snickers off and runs away and finally gets captured and you know roped and brought up and we all boo him that's the show they put on it's more sophisticated you know, it's even much more sophisticated than professional wrestling. But it's all a show for our benefit. Um, there's zillions of laws that average American would approve, like having a better background check. But we know who stops that, the NRA. It's not even a secret. They just blatantly blackmail any Republican that dares to vote any kind of gun regulation. And yet they, the majority of people are actually in favor of that. Um, majority of Americans actually favor, you know, some kind of uh, public option and most people have in health care. Um, I'm sure most Americans would favor school loans, not at least would favor lowering the interest rate where the government's not making a killing off of our kids. Um, most Americans, if they're given a time to think about it, would realize that uh, saddling our kids with a national debt is probably not something they'd like to do. Um, most Americans would like to address climate change. Most Americans would like us to be going the other direction, nuclear arms control. Most Americans would probably not like the U.S. to have 150 military bases around the world and be the world policeman. Now, I, I could be wrong on that, on some of those, about what most Americans make. But actually, it doesn't really what most Americans want. But actually, it doesn't matter what we want. So even if I'm wrong on some of them, it doesn't change the game. We're not the one deciding. 
It's an illusion. Um, the oligarchs, the powerful people in business, um, the world is set up for them. You know, Bezos uh, doesn't make a thousand times what his workers make because all those workers think that's a good idea. Or all the millions of other people caught in that same place where the guy at the top gets a thousand times what they do. And it's not about, you know, what they're worth. It's about, the, it's a power game. And we've got the rules set up that allow that. Um, the rest of the world is not set up this way. Um, if you take a trip outside of the States, um, they're set up, but there's more, they're still set up where the, you know, there's a power structure at the top. It's just, you know, it's a matter of balance and how much power resides at the top versus at the bottom. And I'm not naive enough to believe that uh, there's not more power at the top, say, in the Scandinavian countries. Um, but it's a matter of degree. You know, a guy at the top in Scandinavian countries makes, you know, 10 to 100 times more. Japan, same way. It's not a you know, big disparity. Well, it's still big. You know, someone to make 100 times more and you still have a lot more money. But it's not thousands of times like it is in the States. Our decimal point has moved over. Um, so, you know, it's kind of strange to me that we keep going to the same play and cheering and booing and keep thinking that, you know, the Democrats or the Republicans or the bad guys right now, Trump's the bad guy for most people. They're just play, they're just actors in this play. Um, it's funny to me, at least, you know, from where I sit in my story, um, it's very clear to me how that world works. <clears throat> and you say, well, well, the companies, you know, the, the CEOs and stuff that run the com companies, they got the board there. Um, protecting the shareholders. Well, guess who appoints the board? They're the buddies of the CEO. Uh, you know, the number of times an outsider comes in and is effective in changing what the CEO does by empowering the board is pretty small. And it's almost always led by an outsider who's another oligarch. Uh, and has his own power structure. It's, it's, you know, another oligarchic power structure that's coming to bear and getting things changed. You know, Joe Blow, Robert Odell's shareholder, you know, with his 100 shares of Exxon is not going into an Exxon meeting and anybody listening to him. If you own, you know, 10% of the Exxon shares and you're oligarch and you have your own kingdom, you're the guy that comes in. I mean, if you look at a board meeting of the major companies, uh, you can listen to those sometimes online. Um, you'll see how the world works. When they have, you know, meetings in Geneva of the big eight and all that, uh, yeah, there's political figures there. Um, that's not really the, the power structure. 
uh, what's that meeting they have, Darvo, where all the big money people of the world get together? That's kind of where the, you know, general direction is set, and then they kind of battle among themselves and decide what's good for them. When they pass something for the people, it's not because the people wanted it. It's because some oligarch, it fits his agenda. Uh, he uses public sentiment uh, that he cultivates on TV and, you know, commercials in general to push the world in his direction and get uh, his power structure what he wants. Anyway, this is the way the ancient Texan sees the world operating. Now, one of my three listeners might uh, take this information and go lead a revolution, but <laughs> probably if you're not oligarch, it's not going to make any difference. Anyway, had fun talking about this. This is the ancient Texan. We're wishing you a great day from the dock of the bay. Namaste. Yo, this is ancient Texan again, adding a little addendum to the oligarch. Uh, I don't think it's quite a rant, but oligarch opinions. You might argue, well, we have this marvelous um, tradition of news in this country that investigates everything and publishes it, and that's what keeps the oligarchs in check. Well, I'm, I lean, uh, I call myself an independent, but I'm pretty liberal. Um, if I look at Fox News, does anyone seriously think that's a news outlet? On the other hand, does MSNBC and Rachel Maddow, anybody seriously think that's news? What is it? It's an editorial. It's their opinions. A very biased opinions on both sides. Neither one of those are news. CNN? CNN? Um, that's quite clearly biased. Um, and even, I don't know as much about the, you know, the New Yorker and the Washington Post, and I know they do a lot of good stuff. But I'm highly suspicious because... I haven't seen them doing investigative reporting on many Democrats. And I'm not uh, going to be so naive to think that a lot of bad stuff isn't going on on the side of uh, the Democrats. That there's nothing behind the scenes that needs investigating. And why does just the Trump side of the scene uh, show up in the news? I'm guessing the New Yorker and the Washington Post are pretty liberal publications. And I'm sure there's the alt-right, alt-right, the Steve Bannon uh, view of the world, 
that's out there and being published that I'm not reading it. But my argument is none of that is um, news. It's editorial at best. It's pure propaganda uh, much of the time. And it's propaganda that's promoted by the oligarchs that are running those news outlets. It's oligarchs that have an agenda. First agenda, of course, is to make money. But second agenda is push um, laws and help fellow oligarchs uh, in their control of power. Um, and again, we are just people in the crowd, the spectators, watching the play and cheering one side or the other. We are the audience. Um, we somehow think we're in the play. It's like you know those plays where the guy walks down into the crowd and engages the crowd in the conversation and pretty soon you know one of us gets to stand up on the stage and the whole audience gets to believing that they're part of the show and they are I mean audience is part of the show and they interact with the show but they're not really the show they don't have a part they don't get paid uh, they don't have a script um, their own, only point of view is in their head and in the illusion called the ballot box. I don't know, maybe you see it differently, but I don't quite see how anything... Um, I don't see the audience as being all that important. We're just there. We're being entertained by the media. Media is just another subset of the oligarchs controlling this country. Controlling even more, they're part of the whole system controlling your mind. Uh, you can have this illusion that we're in charge, but I don't think the facts support that viewpoint. It's kind of like believing, you know, Noah's Ark or something. Uh, there's You're somehow, by make, taking the action to run into the ark, you're being saved and the ark even exists. I don't know, it, it's, that's not a very good analogy. But it's a, it's a show. It's like you're going to the circus. The big top, elephants in the middle. You're on the outside cheering. Um, ooh and an on as they go from one higher wire act to another and their stage is the world perhaps uh, our world is the universe I don't know anyway um, media is just part of the oligarch show that we all support one way or another this is the ancient Texan hoping you have a great day Namaste.